today, Joe Biden's push to mask you back up and Kamala Harris laughs about your children's misfortune. It's a real doozy today. Buckle up. It starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Yaku Bullions, host of the Yaku Bullions show. Good to be Thank here. you for being here. And also joined by Eric July, double dose of Eric July. Yes, I just saw you yesterday. Yeah, yes, yeah. Blaze Come TV on. contributor. Thank you for being here as well. Uh, we've got a lot to get to today. So Joe Biden came out and said, now, um, I would just like to preface this with, during the campaign, he was asked many times, whether or not he would institute a mask mandate, a nationwide mask mandate. Now, he waffled back and forth on this. He said, yes, he would. Then he backed off of it and said, well, I would leave that up to the local authorities, the state authorities, the governors, what have you. And so we saw it coming. We knew that this would be some sort of a, a pressure uh, you know, situation where the federal government would be putting pressure on the state governments to do what the federal government decided was right when it came to COVID. Well, here is Joe Biden uh, today, or I'm sorry, yesterday, raising concerns about rising COVID-19 cases and calling on state governors to reinstate mask mandates because of you know, everyone's patriotic duty. Watch. I'm reiterating my call for every governor, mayor, and local leader to maintain and reinstate the mask mandate. Please, this is not politics. Reinstate the mandate if you let it down. And businesses require masks as well. The failure to take this virus seriously, precisely what got us in this mess in the first place, risk more cases and more deaths. deaths. <laughs> Look, as I do my part to accelerate the vaccine distribution and vaccinations, I need the American people to do their part as well. Mask up. Mask up. It's a patriotic duty. It's the only way we ever get back to normal. Now, I just mm. would like to uh, no just to, just to input some facts in this situation, because, you know, context is still a thing. Yep. I know that the left likes to wish that uh, context was just lost, but the state's experiencing the largest percentage increases in confirmed COVID-19 cases over the last two weeks are Michigan, Connecticut, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, and New York, all of which have mask mandates currently in effect. Now, Texas, for instance, we uh, uh, had our mask mandate removed on, what, March 10th? And now we, it's been three weeks. We were told that after two weeks, we would all be dead. Uh, now, cases have fallen by 17% in Texas, and deaths have fallen by 34% over the past two weeks. And Mississippi removed their mask mandates at the same time. They have experienced even better results uh, than that since lifting their mask mandate. But nonetheless, Joe Biden says it is your patriotic duty to mask up. And by the way, also follow the science is what they keep telling us. Yeah. Uh, seems to be conflicting ideas here. Look, there's so much in that. There's so much hogwash there. Number one, this is the only way. We can get back to normal. No, you don't want to get back to normal. Mm -hmm. The numbers are telling us we have been back to normal for a long time. And this is your only way to, to put your thumb back on Americans again. And the mask is not God and nor are you, Joe. Right. And so the answer is no, Joe. 
on everything. It's no, right? There's no proof. As you know, no scientific... And we need to look at other nations and African nations where disease is a big deal normally, permanently, mm -hmm. right? Real disease, right? No, this is the... This is a... They're losing the grip of power, right? particularly by the numbers. And I think what's happening in Texas and the other states, there's probably now more accurate reporting as well. Right. Because there's a relaxed environment by the governor saying you don't have to wear the mask, so those reporting are not loading the numbers anymore. All of a sudden, a COVID death is an actual COVID death, if there is such a thing, right? It's not a motorcycle accident that all of a sudden is a COVID death. And so all of, you're going to see the numbers plummet. Mm -hmm. And it's just ironic, I think, my little prediction, states that keep wearing masks, people are keep kind of stay, stay sick because it's also pollen season. So you're talking about a kid yeah. with snot running yeah. and green stuff and it's all here in his face and he can't breathe and there's no fresh oxygen. Watch. We just, Abbott, stay the course though. Yeah, Eric. Uh, it's always bizarre when people try to have some sort of form of authoritarianism and they try to tie it to what is the patriotic mm -hmm. duty. Um, generally, you think you hear that from the other side, and I say this all the time, that they will pull that card. You know, we've seen that the leftists will pull that card when it's they want to force you to do something. And the way they try to coerce you into doing it is like, hey, well, you care about your country, do you not? Well, why mm. wouldn't why wouldn't you just put a diaper on your you face? You want to kill grandma? Exactly. So it, it, it's 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 unfortunate that that's how this has to go. Where they, of course, lose the grip. People start to pay attention finally. Like, wait a minute, the sky hasn't fallen. Mm -hmm. You know, Texas isn't doing exactly. as bad as, as what they said it was going to do. Mississippi isn't doing as bad. And this is why he doesn't make the distinction when he says well, the places where countries, are, uh, or excuse me, states where the cases are going up. He doesn't make the distinction. He doesn't bother to say, oh, New York. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. they've, they've, they've been having these mask mandates for forever. Yep. Right. Y'all even use them for the example of what we should do. Wait a minute. Are the policies not working? No. Why make that distinction? Just say that. See, the reason why they're doing that is what I ultimately think is that, like you mentioned, whether it be in the CDCs or whether they were changing around how, you know, you're supposed to report this, what is actually considered a COVID case. Some of that may be attributing to the cases going down. So unfortunately, what they see it as is, OK, a lot of people are going to think what we're doing is uh, is, is hogwashing in the first place. And so a lot of folks that we had on our side are going to be looking at us like, have you been lying to us this entire time? That's right, that's so right. in order to make it see so, you know, like that is, oh, it's, well, it's the mask, right? See, it's the mask. They have to have this implemented. And this is their last Hail Mary, yeah. because as the cases go down, if it looks to be the case that it has nothing, the mask had nothing to do with it, they look bad. So they want to get that stuff re-implemented. So as it still trends down, they get to say, well, see what the mask, the mask did it. Well, well see, here's the whole deal. I want to tell you when it's better. Yeah. I want to have the control yeah. to tell you when it's better. So I'm going to reinforce the mask. And then when I say you can take your mask off, it's when we clear the coast for you, not the actual science or the actual facts. And mm -hmm. now the American people are saying, no, it's been better. And the governors are saying, finally, and it was late, Abbott was late. It's better and that it's control. But isn't it the exact same thing as we're not going to look at Chicago when we talk guns? Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Mm -hmm. No, no, we don't talk about Chicago, but we want to throw out science and facts here when it's when it's convenient. Patriotic duty. Our patriotic duty is to make sure you never step foot in the White House again after this <laughs> term. That's our patriotic duty. Well, let me 
Now that you guys are talking about uh, them wanting to use this as some sort of leverage for controlling uh, the people, let me bring in the CDC director, uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, who was talking about uh, the feeling of impending doom that she has had uh, for the state of the pandemic because, you know, people might not be following public health guidelines. Watch. I'm going to pause here. I'm going to lose the script and I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are and so much reason for hope. But right now I'm scared. I'm speaking today not necessarily as your CDC director and not only as your CDC director, but as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter to ask you to just please hold on a little while longer. I so badly want to be done. But, I know you yeah, all so badly gosh. want to be done. We are just almost there. Oh, almost there. We're going to dangle that carrot yeah. in front of your face forever yeah. as long as you keep taking it. Now, I do want to point out something very interesting before I, I toss it to you guys. I did notice... She did just say lose the exactly, script. Exactly, exactly. As she's looking down at a the script. The whole speech, she's looking at the script. As the tears well up, she keeps looking down at the, the script. The whole time. freaking thing is scripted. But lose the script. <laughs> lose the script. Play it again, you'll yeah, see. Can we play it? Let's play, let's play it again. It I'm a film director eyes. for crying out loud. She's reading the whole speech. Yeah, let's watch that. I'm going to pause here. I'm going to lose the script. Oh, are you? And I'm going to reflect Looking down. on the mm. recurring Looking feeling down. I have of impending Look at her eyes go left mm-hmm. and right. Yeah, really she's full so of much to look The whole time, watch. So much promise and potential uh-huh. of where Looking we down, are, reading, reading. And so much reason for hope. Wow. But right now, I'm scared. Well, oh. we're speaking today not necessarily watch. as your she's CDC director, again. not only as your CDC <laughs> director, but as a wife, a wife as a mother, a mother. as a daughter. Looking down again. There she went. down again. A little while longer. I so badly want to be done. I know you all so badly want to be done. There it is again. Almost there, but not quite yet. Which is interesting, too, because she's like, I'm a wife, I'm a mother. Like, you wouldn't think that she would need to read that from a piece of paper. You, would, you probably un- would know that, oh, yeah, that you are a wife really and a mother and a daughter. Well, well, here's what I go. If that was an audition on Actors Access, do not hire yeah, her she because she good. can't even go off script when she says she's going to. She couldn't even prepare, couldn't even study the lines to calm the American people. Yeah. I'm going to go off script now, Sarah. <laughs> Don't, you're not seeing my eyes, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, my word. I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm looking at it going, what a fake. This is just, it's such political theater. Mm. Now, I I do have a question, too, because, um, you know, you saw this 15 days to slow the spread. We've got to flatten the curve for hospitals. Um, I think all three of us at this table said, guys, you don't want to let the government have this control because once you show them that you're willing to relinquish the control to them, they're not going to give it back to you. And then we went from 15 days to slow the spread to, uh, by the way, you need a vaccine passport to be reintroduced into society. And um, there are a lot of people out there who I think conservatives even who they will, you know, they call themselves conservative. Yet they say, well, you know what, if a vaccine passport is what it takes to get back to normalcy, to return to normal life. I'm willing to do that. Those are the and most say, milk toast, and, and yeah, to me, they're yeah. the enemies of liberty. You and don't I make negotiate it, with terrorists. I, you don't ever negotiate with terrorists, and I want to make, make it abundantly clear, those types, I've seen yeah. them, uh, the, those conservative types, a lot of them are ragging on me at the beginning yep, of this when too. I would say, like, hey, me man, too. this is not, no, me you don't too. give them power. We've seen what they yes. do. If you give them the inch, they're going to take the mile. They yep. always do that. It's when you have to remain most principled is when adversity strikes. Mm-hmm. That's when, because that's when it's more ripe yep. for them to go for their power 
program. So you have to hold the line in that instance. And unfortunately, they didn't. So they keep, it's like you said, it's a carrot. So they keep dangling the carrot. And these people, are unfortunately, under this false pretense, even though they've been, it's been proven that this is not going to work, the can's going to get kicked down the road even more. They just want to return to normalcy so bad. So if we just listen to Let's these guys, they'll, they'll, they'll let us get back to back to our life. Just do what they say. No. Yeah. And even when you did do it, how many more times? 15 days slow to spread. Wait to go. Uh, well, maybe we got to wait to a vaccine. Well, vaccine not enough. You make it still spread it. How many more times <laughs> do they have to kick the can down the road for Americans, including those milk toast? I call you something else on my own show, but those milk toast <laughs> conservatives who sit up there and, and, and like, oh, well, we, we just got to do it yeah. just for the time being. <sighs> no, you got to hold the line. You have to remain most principled when adversity strikes, because that's what freedom is about. You don't just throw it out the window when you are faced with some sort of hard time. That's not how it works. Eric, respect is earned and freedom you take. Yeah. You take freedom. You think your oppressor is ever going to give That's you true. freedom? Good luck. I've said it before. The most perfect slave in the world is a slave that believes he's free. Mm -hmm. That's those milk toast mm -hmm. contributors. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just well, want it's not freedom if the government so, allows you exactly. to have it. So here's my question. Here's my golden egg, golden goose question for the president of the United States. And he's, I guess, co-president of the United <laughs> States, Kamala Harris. Right. Right. Define normal. Define normal for America. Mm -hmm. Come, define normal for us. And I guarantee you, if from the heart they define moral, you'd say, oh, hell no, that's not normal. There's no return to normal, what, what people think is normal, by these people. Mm -hmm. They have moved this nation mm -hmm. and will continue, kick the can, move this nation, and they want to redefine normal. So what people go, I just want to go back to normal. You, you've lost yeah. that narrative with them. They're way down the road. Especially okay? if you're waiting for them to give you exactly. permission you gotta to do it. You've got to take it back. Yeah. You yeah. take it. This and is that's why you've got to tell people to go screw themselves. I mean, exactly. I, hate to, I hate to say, say it like that, but that's the reality of the situation. Like the, at, at some point in time, you have to, when you're looking at these aggressors, is more so what they are. And we hold this, and these conservatives would hold this position on anything else when it's yeah. like if the aggressor is a, a, a upon you why are we uh, advocates of like gun ownership and, and, and stuff like that because you don't want to be a be a victim you not you cannot depend on the aggressor Correct. to stop using aggression upon you that's not what you can depend on because if he or she smells blood well they're going to continue to do whatever it was whether it be stealing from you unfortunately maybe killing you they'll whatever it. they'll do it they'll do it so you have to take that stand and that's the reality of the situation when you see Biden up there or the CDC president, what they're really doing right now or the director, whatever she is, they're squirming because they're losing hold yes, of the exactly. they, they hate yes. They hate exactly. instances like the Texas of mm -hmm. the world because it proves them wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So everything they've been lecturing everybody about, it, it's like people start to see that and they're like, well, maybe maybe that's that, that they were wrong the, the entire time or at least starting to question it. That's them squirming, which is why we need more, exactly. not less. You need to Now's tell the them to go, to go do, the do whatever it is. You can see it, talk all you, all you want. Offense, yeah. But we're going to go about our business. Like you just said, we need to go on offense. I always plan on defense. Let's get on offense. We need more Neanderthal thinking, yes. obviously. Yes. Uh, all right, we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So if you have not heard uh, of the crime of home title theft, 
Consider yourselves lucky because that means that it hasn't happened to you. Now, uh, cybercrime is up 75% since COVID happened because all of these people are sitting around at home looking to get into trouble. And unfortunately for all of us, everything's kept online, including uh, the title documents to our homes. So the cybercriminal goes on, forges your signature on a quitclaim deed, stating that you just sold your home to them. And then they can borrow money using your home's equity. They can leave you in debt. You're not going to know it, by the way, until a late payment or eviction notice arrives. Or, better yet, they go at your door and they're ready to move in. Don't let that happen to you, okay? Go to Home Title Lock. Uh, home Title Lock will put a barrier around your home's title. And the moment they detect anyone tampering with it, they will shut it down. Now, let's get you protected. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address. You're not going to know if you are already a victim unless you go register your address, and then you can enter code RADIO for 30 free days of protection. That is promo code RADIO to help you through it if you happen to be one of the unlucky victims. You're not going to know unless you go to HomeTitleLock.com. That is HomeTitleLock.com. Back in a minute. Joe Biden's counterpart, Vice President Kamala Harris, laughed during. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I like your description of co-president. co-president. Yep. I like that much the better. Co-president. Joe, Joe Biden's co-president, Kamala Harris, laughed during a recent remarks that she made at a child care center in Connecticut while speaking about how the pandemic has caused parents to realize the value of educators. You know, she's talking about parents struggling to educate their kids during the pandemic because it's. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so funny to talk about these kids and all the mental health struggles that they've had and the fact that they've had to stay at home because the teachers unions are evil. Listen, more people are seeing that, yeah, affordable child care is a big deal. More parents are seeing the value of educators when they had to bring their kids <laughs> and say, we're not paying them nearly enough. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm sorry. I don't find that to be funny. The fact that uh, children's mental health is in jeopardy right now. The fact that um, suicides are up. The fact that depression is up. uh, The fact that these children are suffering and have suffered at the hands of these teachers unions, these schools. But it's it's really funny. It's really funny to Kamala Harris that parents are stuck teaching their children because they shut the schools down for no reason. First time I saw that and I heard that laugh and your laugh is so spot on. I mean, I love it. I, I love it. First time I saw that, this is what went through my mind. Her laugh is because sincerely there's evil there because she knows the parents are now being forced to a degree for the children to be subjected to the biggest garbage under the sun, Mm. right? And parents don't want to. You know Mm -hmm. this firsthand. They want something better for their child, but you're now forcing this parent to go, hey, by the way, you need to learn eighth grade math again, (laughs) tenth grade math. And they go, I can't, I can't run. And she's laughing, go, ha ha, yeah, you thought you could do it by yourself, but you need us. You need us. Bring your babies here and let us corrupt them, right? Mm -hmm. It's flat out evil. That laugh is from either nervousness, so she doesn't know what she's talking about, or evil. Those are her three defaults, right? I mean, I feel like at this point, you can't be nervous when you're speaking to people, right? Like, you've done it a no, million times. It, it's I just, feel like it's, it's a... satisfaction. It's a sick... A compulsion of, like, when I'm lying or oh, doing lying, yeah. no good, yeah. right? I, I laugh. Yeah. No, yeah, she yeah, think right. they th- no I think what it is is they get a lying. kick out of... People like Kamala Harris uh, get a kick out of this idea that 
people are seeing how there's there's a fundamental problem with the not, I don't think it's the education system that a lot of people are. I mean, I've long noticed and I'll highlight it. But what she's alluding to is this idea that it's a difficult thing to do. So it's like like you were saying, hey, come. Yeah, you can't do it right. This is why you need to drop them off at the indoctrination mm-hmm. camp. Mm-hmm. Now, I see that completely different because hopefully you're seeing the corrupt, how corrupt these institutions are. Now that you're more close to the problem, right, the fundamental mm-hmm. problem, you see, well, the teachers unions get to arbitrarily say that, well, we'll go back to school whenever we feel right. like it. And, you you know, we have to do this in-person learning, despite the fact that a lot of students, some may be OK with that. A lot of students may not be like that's not how they learned or not at this more, more most efficient uh, learning point when they are sitting on the other side of, of, of a computer. And that's been my problem with the with the pu- public education system anyway, is that it treats it as if it's a one size fits all. This is why I think it's outdated yeah. um, nonetheless. But no, what she's giggling at is the fact that people uh, she wants people to kind of bolster up this idea that we need to be giving our kids to the indoctrination camps that's because right. of how difficult it is and you as a parent are seeing it. Me personally, I don't think that's funny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a, there's a problem with how you guys handle education and the fact that the money doesn't follow the kids like the, I was making the point right. this yesterday, that's a problem. Yeah. The fact that you can't take your child, your money, your, your money, which is stolen from you, by the yeah. way, you can't take that money and it follow wherever your kid goes. Your kid's going to this garbage school who wants to sit up here and do this on the other side of whatever learning, right? On the other side of a computer. And you know your kid can't, that's not how he, he he's, he's not effective learning in that capacity. You should be able to take that money elsewhere mm-hmm. and get them some more efficient learning to some school that does say, hey, you, what you mean school open. choice? Oh, Eric? yeah, I know. You mean school right? choice, Ain't Eric? Something? Ain't that something? Wasn't there it? a silver haired guy, a blonde <laughs> guy in the White House recently that yeah. owns a couple golf courses and said, maybe we need. You know, yeah, exactly. Bro, bro. That, that was what that was. But, what, he, but he tweeted mean things. And, but though, and, so and, and those are the things that this. the people that she's trying to appeal to or rather she's speaking on their behalf. They hate that concept yeah. for that exact reason, because yeah. it, not only it exposes them, but they can't get away with that mm-hmm. crap. Mm-hmm. Why do you think the teachers union This is what te- for the conservatives that especially don't understand it? Why do you think the teachers unions can get away with what it is that they can get away with if they had they were required to work? Ain't no striking. Nobody cares that you and you you gonna be out of right. job. Bet right. you gonna be out of job. Right, you wanna stay home? Go ahead. Right. Go ahead, stay at home. Yep. But yep. they get this money. It's guaranteed because the, the money isn't funding the kids. It's funding tenure, the institutions, man. Tenure in this country was the most. In, I'm raised by an educator. Forty years, my mom. We got seven teachers in my family. When I learned about tenure mm. in this country, mm-hmm. it's like, have you guys lost your mind? <laughs> There's yeah. no nothing is incentivized. That's true. You don't have to be a good teacher. That teacher's sitting in New York playing games and saying, we're not teaching anymore because we don't like the kids and you've got to pay the guy. Yeah. Okay, show up, right? It's, rid- it's ridiculous <laughs> at a level. But how would they indoctrinate America's exactly. future if they can't exactly. put them in the public school system? Well, I mean, yes, I agree with that. The audacity, though, that she has to say parents are realizing that you guys should be paid more. Right. That's yeah, like, no, so you guys no. should be paid more. Y'all are overpaid. I'm like, right. Y'all are overpaid. If anything, like that's not even I know the some, some teachers probably about to jump down my throat right now after they hear that. I don't care. I've been saying it for a long, long period of time. Definitely for you guys that don't do summer school work anyway. So you off eight, nine months or, you know, four, four, three, three, four months anyway. Nonetheless, 
You're overpaid. You are not the market going rate. Your 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 line, however much you make, whatever they they dictate, however it is, that's all made up because you're not competing in a market. Right. You're not competing in a market. Your money is subsidized by way of us. Yes. Everybody yes. Else, and it don't matter if you got kids or not. You're subsidized by them. You're not. You're playing with. I don't want to say house money because they're stealing from it. But you're not uh, up to like what well, I don't even say the private school. You can't even really even say those are going by way of the market because unfortunately they have to compete with people that get you know they get to operate with stolen stolen funds. Mm-hmm. So if anything, you guys are overpaid, and I know they don't like to hear that. The reality of the situation is this, and y'all can put don't put this on Blaze, don't put this on Yaku, don't put <laughs> this, don't put this Uh-oh. on Sarah. What's he gonna say? This is all this is all <laughs> me. The reality of the situation is this: if it weren't for the public education system, a lot of y'all would be out of jobs you'd be forced out on the street because you're lousy that's the reality of the situation i i, I stamped that <laughs> I, don't dis- I don't disagree with it either and I by the way that. i would just like to say that doesn't mean that we don't know that there are good great teachers, teachers exactly. Out there. exactly you find and they that typically great disagree teacher, with the teachers you, union and they make more if you find that great teacher and you put him in an open market and you incentivize him like you do an athlete or mm-hmm. anybody else and you're going to see education skyrocket exactly. and i don't you for my matter if you get a teacher that can build a, a kid's self-esteem mm-hmm. while doing math pay him a million dollars a year i don't care pay yeah, and, them you would, and you wouldn't be so scared incentivize of, of competing exactly. right you wouldn't Correct. be scared of competing because you would know that your job is secured if Absolutely. you're really great at what you do find the best and pay them handsomely but to your point the norm is i don't need to work right <laughs> They, listen how they talk about the children in the public school system. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, come on. But it's the system. Yeah. Right? And they just play, they're just playing the game. Yeah. Uh. Which, and by the way, I'd just like to point out before we go to break, this is, I know you pointed out what they say about the, the children. They've, I know we've heard, I think it was San Francisco made the mm, remark about, yeah. uh, you know, we're just babysitters to yeah. them. It's like, I, no, because as Eric pointed out, you're taking my money. Yeah. Okay, like I'm I'm paying you, so you don't need to talk about how you're a you know you're a babysitter and yeah. no one appreciates you and no one does this and that. Like, actually, my kid right now, I'm teaching and I'm still paying your stupid salary. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> maybe take that into consideration. Uh, all right, up next, speaking of teachers, we have uh, San Diego teachers. Uh, are providing in-person classes for migrant kids, uh, of course, as a lot of the local schools there remain closed. You're going to need to take your blood pressure medication for this one. We'll be back in a minute. I know. I know. San Diego County Board of Education has agreed to send teachers to provide in-person instruction for the hundreds of teen migrant girls that are being housed at the San Diego Convention Center. Now, in case you are, I just want to make sure that there's no confusion here. Yes, here in Dallas, we still have uh, the migrant children. Those are teen boys. And those are in Dallas. They've opened up a whole new location in San Diego at their convention center. They have uh, many, many teen girls because there's just no space to put them. And the federal government has come in and basically just 
thrown these people into our laps. But um, here is the Board of Education. Here's the supervisor uh, tweeting out that they will be sending teachers for the in-person learning. Uh, it's great that there's in-person learning for them. I wish every child in San Diego County was allowed the same opportunity. Um, now, according to the San Diego Union Tribune, um, that the schools are still closed in San Diego, San Diego Unified, but it, they are scheduled as of right now to open for in-person instruction on April 12th. Um, by the way, that district is expected to get a total of $342.6 million from the American Rescue Plan. Um, so, yeah, so this whole time, San Diego schools have been closed to in-person instruction. Um, migrants come, and within, what, a week? Yeah. The San Diego Teachers Union has agreed to provide in-person instruction for them. Uh, your children be damned if you actually live in San Diego and are a citizen of this country, I guess. It's, this is the, that's a prime example of what I say like on the show all the time, how immigration, doesn't matter where you're at in the political spectrum, it's not a black and white issue. Right. But the fundamental issue with treating it as if, okay, yeah, everybody come over and do whatever, which a lot of people think a libertarian position is. It's not. Um, but that's, that shows you the problem, is that your, fun, your money ends up subsidizing that, that right mm -hmm. there, right? Sure. That subsidizes mm -hmm. that, while also it's being used to play politics, yep. right? Which is what, you, what you're dealing with. We don't have to pretend like that isn't the case. And that's the issue on why, you know, when I say taxation is theft or something like that, like that's what I'm talking about. Like no sane parent is like, I want my money to go to someone else that don't even, ain't even been taxed yet. Uh, someone else's education. I said, I'd be like, no, why, why, why would While I'm want also that? responsible for keeping my kid at home. Right, yeah. exactly. That's the problem mm -hmm. right there. That's, the, that's It's not just with that. I was talking about that with the refugee, refugee resettlement program and how much money. I don't think people understand the millions mm -hmm. and millions of dollars that goes into this this stuff. It's not. This is not a case, and this is one I would I would tolerate it. If one of these rich celebrities out there in San Diego or California or any uh, out there on the West Coast, if they wanted to then either adopt or sponsor a migrant child or group of migrant children to educate them. Have at it, Great. man. Great. But reach yeah. in your own damn pockets and do that. Mm -hmm. But that's not what's happening at it. It's a strictly taxpayer stolen funds yeah. that get that, that that pay for that. And, you know, the, the education system somehow continues to fail up where they get <laughs> rewarded more money. How much you say? 300 something million? Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that, that, oh, my God. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. April 15th is tax day, right? Mm. When you do your taxes, are you supposed to accurately appropriate and ledger money spent? Does it go in certain ca you know, categories and brackets? Mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. If you misappropriate funds, right, do you think the IRS is going to come and say, hey, pay up, Sonny? Of course they are. If you misappropriate funds on an expense account at your job, yeah. Somebody, you know, and it's, it's a gas cart, but you buy M&Ms, all of a sudden they go, hey, you can't be buying your kids diapers. Exactly. Is there a problem? Yeah. Of course there is. So why when the federal government takes your tax dollar in a state that is absolutely bankrupt, mm -hmm. as bankrupt as freaking Guatemala is for, for, the, for, the, for the sake of this conversation, all right, bankrupt, they're going to take your tax dollar, misappropriate it to a non taxpaying family, non-American citizen, and say, hey, not only are we going to pay for that, but you who paid for it, we're not going to have your, chi your child. Yeah. We're not going to have your child. 
This is the problem that I have when people go vote and they don't even know what they're voting for. Because they now voted for this. Because they, if you ask them, they go, I won't vote for that. Nobody asked me if that's okay. No, they did. It was called the presidential election. Yeah. You idiot. They asked you if it's, is it okay if we steal from you? We're going to mask it as, hey, I'm the white guy who calls all the other white guys bad. I'm the old white guy who has kids filling up my legs and my hair. And I'm going to steal from you. Is it okay if I steal from you? Yeah. And you said yes, many of you. And then they stole the whole dang election, right? <laughs> this is why it's so important, Sarah, that people understand when they actually get the opportunity to vote for a mayoral race or a governor or a senator or a judge or whatever you better be thinking how it affects your pocketbook and your child yeah and so speaking of this this whole conversation on how much taxpayer uh, funds are spent on things of that nature the department of homeland security uh believes that the this migrant crisis with children is not the only one that we will have uh they think that Approximately 500,000 to 800,000 migrants will arrive as part of a family group during the 2021 fiscal year that ends in September. So that would equal or exceed the record numbers uh, who entered in 2019. And, uh, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do with them. But, you know, the same the same conversation, I feel like, could be had about this particular situation with families coming over. Now, I've seen several people suggest of course, with so much compassion that, uh, well, what we need to do is just send these people's home countries more money so that they can be stable and well off and then they won't need to come here. Well, no, that will, no, no, no. That's not the conversation <laughs> that they want to even have. I had a feeling you would, you'd have something You'd to have say. to talk about America's uh, foreign policy as well, but, but more so in, in regards to that, how like the war on drugs, that's something that they still ain't trying to touch there because what it would unfortunately do is expose a lot of them for the crooked people that they absolutely mm -hmm. are. So they're not even ready to have that conversation. But I would say that's more likely to happen than them actually addressing the problem. Like, OK, how about this this drug war that's been going on in which you're basically bolstering up these cartels that are ruining uh, uh, these people, these places, uh, these areas where people are, again, incentivized to get the hell up out of there because who would want to live live around that? But a lot of that has to do with their with their with their policy uh, in terms of the federal level. Right. It's right. not necessarily at the state. Right. That's at the federal level and how they handle uh, the, 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 the drug war per se. That's not a conversation that they're willing to have. But I think it's it's absolutely crazy that we're still having Look. this conversation of trying to steal from people use that money and then give it to a foreign country to make them better like they're well, still doing that like i thought we were i thought we no. ought to oh, really and agree. i mean we, we're already we're already spending enough money in foreign aid oh i don't God. think God. the solution is to just spend more, more money look, look scripture tells you you teach a guy how to fish you don't give him a fish because he's always going to be a dependent stray cat that's going to come back but Wait a minute, newsflash. The precedent was set by a president recently. Oh, that's right. This guy's mentor, Obama, sent a plane full of cash, <laughs> an airplane full of American taxpayer cash mm -hmm. to not just a struggling country, one of our arch rivals, an enemy. Mm -hmm. We just fly cash over there. So, yes, I, yes, Sarah. I, yeah, that's, they'll do it. That's, yeah. That to me is. They'll do it. Like, you have to look at that. And, and this is why, you know, we talked about this yesterday. Attack the roots, right? right? Because they know that they're playing with money. When you look at how reckless that is, why these people just so easily talk about billions and millions of dollars just being thrown or just peed away? Uh, 
You have to understand that what and so this is an economic question. This isn't a moral one. This isn't a, a social preference. This is an economic question. When you are in a marketplace, if we operated like the government operated, oh the federal God. government, you'd be out of you wouldn't Chapter be a 11. thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Chapter you eleven. You would not be a thing. The state, however, they're rewarded for right. it because, well, they can either tax it or they can monetize their debt with the central banking system allows them to do. So that's why it's so easy for them to say billion dollars here, million dollars here, because, well, it's not like they have to compete in a marketplace for your dollar. It's not like it's earned. No, they literally say, give it to us or you're going to be in jail. Right. Yeah, but but the piper always calls, buddy. Mm. Oh, yeah. And the piper. You spell C-H-I-N-A, China. <laughs> and that, oh, yeah. piper, that, piper, that piper is knocking on many American <laughs> cities' doors. San Francisco is gone. The, north, the, the, the Northwest is gone. They're calling. They're calling up. They're calling up the IOUs, land, you know, yeah. uh, resources. I mean, they're doing it. And this government, Obama 1.0, now Obama 2. Well, the trilogy, Obama, <laughs> Biden, and Harris, the, you know, the three compadres, they're right. They, China's calling, watch, you'll see. The, 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 at the end of the day, you gotta pay up because oh, yeah. our dollar's backed by zero, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not backed by, by a hard asset, yeah. right? China's yeah. backing their currency with gold. They're stockpiling gold like crazy. They're gonna call, that piper's calling and they're gonna pay IOUs and the American citizen's gonna suffer for yep. it. Mm. All right, we've got more to come, back in a minute. Joe Biden has uh, earned the four Pinocchio title from the Washington Post for his false claims about Georgia's new voting law. Uh, Now, here is Joe Biden during his first news conference. He was discussing this this voting law, which I'd like to touch on because I think that there are a lot of not that I'm blaming you, Joe Biden, for anything, but there are a lot of misconceptions about this particular law. Uh, here is the claim that he was hit with four Pinocchios on watch. What I'm worried about is how un-American this whole initiative is. It's sick. It's sick. Deciding in some states that you cannot bring water to people standing in line waiting to vote. Deciding that you're going to end voting at five o'clock when working people are just getting off work. Now, uh, this is what Glenn Kessler from The Washington Post said. One could understand a flub in a news conference, but then the same claim popped up in an official presidential statement. Not a single expert we consulted who has studied the law understood why Biden made this claim, as this was the section of the law that expanded early voting for many Georgians. On Election Day in Georgia, polling places are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., and if you are in line by 7 p.m., you are allowed to cast your ballot. Nothing in the new law changes those rules. They did make some changes to early voting, uh, but the net effect was to expand the opportunities to vote for most Georgians, not to limit them. So, 
of course, the Washington Post is no. Uh, oh, they ain't right wing. It's no right wing conspiracy theorist uh, website. This is the Washington Post ended up giving him uh, four Pinocchios. By the way, would just like to point out also when we're discussing this law that, um, that no one, it wasn't that like, oh, well, we don't want voters to be allowed to be hydrated. Let, don't bring them water. Don't. No, it's that you can't give them gifts and that includes food or drink because if a campaign was coming out and bringing people exactly. food, donuts, it stop? water, juice, right, and then a gift card, and then this, <laughs> that they said, hey, let's not do that. Let's let the elections... Uh, be fair, but uh, here you have it, you know, Joe Biden. Um, and it's interesting because Glenn Kessler said, where is it? He said, not a single expert we consulted who has studied the law understood why Biden made this claim. Really? Because I do. Because yes. people will buy it. Yes, exactly. I'm going to use a little bit of time and yield my time to the gentleman in the red shirt across the table. <laughs> Here's my little bit of time I'm going to use. May I remind the president which party shuts down polls? Mm-hmm. In the middle of an election, refuses to count ballots, and in the middle of an election... Well, until the middle of the night. Okay, so I yield to you, sir. (laughs) Eric. Look, I've made this point time and time again that the side that they're trying to appeal to, and this is where libertarians lose, conservatives lose, because a lot of them are just right-minded thinking. So they look at it, I have the best ideas on my side, that should always win. He's trying to appeal to people that don't care about any of that. That's right. These are purely emotional, irrational people. I call them brainlets because that's exactly what they are. We know that's verifiably false. Mm -hmm. It's not up for debate. It's not up for disputes. If even lawyers can't experts, which they do a very that's what they get paid to do is try to weasel and maybe admit that. And they can't even do it. Maybe something's not there. Doesn't matter. We can sit here and talk to him blue in the face like he's lying. How many times you seen on Twitter people re- repeat that exact yep. same thing? Blue check mark, all the influence, got thousands of retweets. Because they're about the particular topic. And that's why they're, it's, it's difficult to combat them. And why I say, might not like me saying it, but the reality is, is you can't appeal to those types by sitting here leading with the factual information or the logic or the reason. Mm-hmm. They don't respond to that. They don't even care for that. If they responded to that, they wouldn't react that way. They wouldn't immediately start with the own your freaking president gets on a podium and just regurgitates this same old lie. It's not even true. It's it's false. Doesn't matter. Yeah. They're still gonna run with it. They're still gonna run with it. They're still gonna claim that you are oppressing them or whatever angle they want to take they're still going to do that because they are leading with purely emotion this is why i'm talking about these fools they lie cheats to eddie guerrero for you guys that, that used to watch wrestling that was what he said yeah. a lot cheating us still that's what he said that's the topic that, that's the that's what they adopt they're not in the business of trying to use reason they're not even in the business of trying of truth they're in the business of trying to win mm-hmm. and whatever way that they have to do that if they have to lie cheat and steal that's what they're going do and if they got to paint you as the worst person in the world and what it is that you advocate doesn't matter you expanding voter rights or whatever that is they don't care no you're i'll say you're doing the complete opposite and here you go these are not these are not smart people guys i'll take 15 seconds back eric (laughs) you got it (laughs) i'm gonna say this sarah earlier in the show said that said a little word context right Mm -hmm. they don't need context they do whatever they want there has to be no context for them they don't care by the way, Eric, I think the new slogan is lie, cheat, and fortify. 
Oh, latchie, light fortify. cheat and fortify. Oh, fortify. Okay, because okay. you can't say steal. Okay, can't you have to say, say fortify. Say but they literally do steal, though. It's just through taxes. No, they, oh gosh, don't get Eric started on the taxes. <laughs> we gotta go to break. Back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, don't forget, if you have not yet gone to wherever you get your audio podcast, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. Make sure to give us five stars because we deserve nothing less than that. You also might see your review read live on air. We've got one today from Amy J. Lee, 79, best podcast, five stars. Love it. My favorite guest is Yako. He speaks truth backed by scripture, and this world needs so much more of that. Uh, we've got one more from Ask. Thank you, Amy. A. Standley, I think that's what it is. A. Standley won uh, the only news show I listen to. P.S. Krispy Kreme donuts are disgusting. I could not agree more. Finally, someone is saying it. I know with, okay, so you guys know the Krispy Kreme story yep. with the, you, get a jab, you got you get the your, va- yeah, you got your vaccine. Let's make you more unhealthy with free donuts. But could we talk for a second about how awful Krispy Kreme donuts are? Am I alone in this? No, no you're not alone. They're sickeningly sweet. It's too like much. The whole They're thing too is rich. Like just, just well, it's, gla- well, it's, it's glazed, not it's, donut. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's overglazed. Well, it's just not that. I mean, they, they, they target children too with the little donut holes, and, you know, and so. Wow, uh, Yaka's going way down. I'm going, way down. I'm going, way down. I'm going <laughs> Krispy Kreme, stop targeting children. You're like the president of the United States. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, disgusting. Totally uh, agree with you. Let's, how about we Stanley. eat ourselves healthy? We don't need vaccines and no masks. How about we just advocate human immune Wait, system? Wait, you mean the, the immune system God gave us? That one. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.